Are you tracking your numbers? Do you even know what numbers to be tracking or what they even mean? Today, we're going to be talking about numbers and how to look at the data for what they're worth without the emotional charge. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Numbers literally are everywhere. Date, time, temperature, years in business, number of kids, how long you've been married, how long you've been divorced, money in your bank account, how old you are, the stock market going up and down. I mean, there's literally numbers everywhere around you. And for some reason, when we go into business, suddenly we put lots of meaning on numbers, on certain numbers. When numbers are really, they're really just data. It's we as human beings that actually put meaning on those numbers. And typically what I find with my clients is that they're looking at numbers, they're putting some meaning on the numbers, and that meaning is, I'm not good at what I do. Nobody wants what I have, et cetera, et cetera. It just like, it spirals down. And I that's why I want to talk about this. So this episode is a little bit of how to, and also a little bit behind the scenes. Let's just take temperature as an example that I want to start with. You know, I'm here in New England and, you know, about 45 minutes north of Boston. And, you know, it can be cold and it can be hot. You know, we look at the temperature and, you know, it helps me determine like, well, should I be wearing a coat? Should I be wearing a sweater? How should I dress for the day? But I'm also going to take into consideration the date, because I can tell you 70 degrees in July feels cold. But if that 70 degree weather shows up in January, it is like a heat wave. And like people are walking around New England, sometimes you'll actually see them. If it's 70, you'll actually see people in shorts walking around because it feels so good compared to what's normal. So those numbers, you know, help me dress like I interpret that as what to do next. And that's taking the emotional charge out of numbers and just using numbers for what they are. You've probably heard me say before, if you've been following me for any amount of time, numbers just don't lie. You know, two plus two is four. That's all there is to it. It's always going to be four. But for some reason, we go into business and all of a sudden we want to put meaning on those numbers. You know, this online business, you know, interpreting numbers, you know, all of a sudden I have to have a certain number of people on my email list for me to start emailing them regularly. I need a certain number of IG followers because, you know, if you have 10,000 followers, then you get the swipe up function. But you can have that swipe up function and nobody's engaging with you. Nobody's buying your product. So what good is having 10,000 unengaged followers? 
what good is it to have a thousand people on your email list or more if nobody's engaging with you? If every time you put an email out there, your open rate is getting lower and lower. So there's certain things that we should be looking at, but we need to look at them for what they are. Just look at it as data because it helps you make decisions on what to do next. A lot of times I see people trying to solve a problem and not really knowing what the problem is. So this I'm just going to take a teeny bit of a tangent here. You may look at your bank account and say, wow, there's not enough money in there to pay this month's bills, or there's just enough to pay all these bills so that I can pay off my credit cards, whatever that number is. But you may feel like the numbers, hey, I'm just looking at it for what it is. It's not enough. And suddenly we think that means I'm not enough. And so how do I get more money in there? And a lot of times we end up solving the wrong problem because the problem could be you're not making enough offers. You're not getting people on the phone call to actually sell to. You're not putting out enough promo posts. You're not actually visible in a way that people can actually see you, can learn from you so that they can actually like find you, you know, and you've heard me say before that your visibility plan should really depend and mesh with your lifestyle. What feels good to you? What can you do? Where do you want to be getting visible? Because let's take into consideration, like, you know, if you have small children, you know, maybe you do have a regular day job and you're trying to build up your side hustle. All of those factors just need to come into play here. So let's solve the right problem and make decisions based on really good data. So I had a recent call with a client. We were talking about the different speaking engagements that she was doing, both in the virtual. I think she's got a few in-person ones that are coming up. And she's doing speaking for marketing reasons. So these are not paid events. So it's about, you know, her gathering the data to know, are these virtual events in these particular situations, are they worth her while? So she really does have to keep track of how many people are opting in to her email list, how many people are getting on phone calls with her, how many packages is she selling? And I encouraged her to keep track of all this data because it will help her in the future to be able to ask the meeting planners a few questions about the audience, about their problems, who typically attends, how many people attend, so that then she knows what to offer this audience. And when you have this kind of data, which does take a little bit of time, you'll know which audiences resonate with your particular offer so that you'll be able to predict how many you're going to sell. So for example, you can have a 50% close rate and that's fantastic. And let's just say you speak and there's like 50 people online on this virtual event and 25 people sign up for your email list that leads down into the offer. That's 25 people. Well, the next time you give a talk, let's just say it's a happens to be a short holiday week, only six people attend the meeting virtually, and three people sign up for your email list, your download, your freebie. You know, you might be saying, oh, only three people. 
But as the coach, I'm going to say, well, how many people were on there live? Six, you still have a 50% rate. So until you're able to look at all those numbers so that maybe next time you ask different questions like, this is going to be held virtually. Are you going to be using it on your Facebook group? Or is it going to be something that people can download and maybe watch the replay so that you have that sort of information to be able to make better decisions? This kind of information is going to help her so that she'll know what events to say yes to and which ones to say no to. So what kind of numbers should you be tracking? Well, that's going to depend on you and what's important to you. So I always say, don't go for perfection. Just start tracking some numbers now. So I just literally pulled out in Google Sheets, nice little spreadsheet, easy to plug in my numbers. And this is something that I do. So I'm going to share with you some of the stuff that I'm tracking. But when I first started this, I was just like, no perfection here. I can always add columns later. I can always add notes later. You know, but the point is to get started tracking some numbers and then also separating yourself from those numbers. And trust me, when you make this spreadsheet, you're probably going to just naturally detach from those numbers. So, some of the things that I started tracking right in the beginning email subscribers and what's my open rate? How many people are opening my weekly emails and what's the percent of my email list that's that's opening my emails and reading them? How many times am I getting visible? Is that, you know, on Instagram? Is that Facebook? Is it lives? Is it, is it stories? Is it IGTV reels now? How many unique downloads do I have with my podcast? If you don't have a podcast, you could actually just be deciding, you know, like how many podcast have I been on? Like how many interviews am I doing? Maybe you want to do meditation and quiet time. There's just something very magical about just getting quiet and spending quiet time to hear things. More on that on another episode. How many sales calls did you have? Total number of sales. If you're on Clubhouse, you could do, you could also be tracking your Clubhouse following. You know, and these are numbers that I would recommend that you actually start tracking weekly. And the reason why I would like you to do it weekly is because then you'll see the little bumps, the little increases, maybe some decreases going along week to week. Because if you only track this stuff monthly, you might actually forget, unless you start putting it on a calendar, that you need to like have time to track your numbers. And this is something that I did because I wanted to get intimate with my numbers. I wanted to see them. You know, if I only had two Instagram followers from the week before, I'm excited. Like that's two people. Those are human beings behind those numbers. If I did a sales call, you know, yay, I like tick that off. There's a sales call. What was my total sales for the week? The problem that I see is that a lot of people are wondering if they're on the right track. Is what I'm doing working? You know, and then sometimes those feelings of self-doubt come in. And that's why tracking your numbers is really going to help you minimize that self-doubt because you're going to be looking at your numbers. You're going to be plugging them in. And this is how you make decisions. You might notice a huge bump in like either my podcast downloads, or maybe my Instagram following. By doing this weekly, I can think back to what happened 
that, what happened this past week that would cause that kind of a bump? You know, did I have like maybe three sales calls this week? Well, where did they come from? Maybe I need to track that sort of data. Is that data, is that question being asked over an acuity? Because then with that data, you can just repeat that. Instead of guessing how to find new clients, look at your numbers and those numbers don't lie. And you can just keep repeating what's working for you. So I guess like the bottom line is, please don't interpret those numbers to mean anything about you. They are just numbers there with some sort of information, just like the temperature. So just to give you an exercise one, just say that you were training for a four mile run and you just like you went out for your very first four mile run. And if you haven't run in a long time, running four miles is probably pretty hard. And let's just say it took you 50 minutes to run four miles. Now, all my runners that are out there, you're probably doing the math and saying, you know, like, wow, that's like longer than a 12-minute mile. I can walk in 15 minutes a mile. But after three weeks of training, that four minutes, you do it in 32 minutes. Now you can actually see you've actually improved by 18 minutes. So you see the improvement. And so you know, my training is getting better. I'm on the right track with my training. If your training started taking longer, or if you just like noticed that it was taking you longer to run those four miles, well, then we got to look at the training. So now we're solving the right problem. That's what this data is all about. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode on numbers. And if you are looking for a little bit more information, you know, it's about getting visible. And if one of your numbers is visibility and you feel like it's just not quite there and you feel like a shy introvert like me, feel free to hop on over and grab my resource, How to Go from Unknown to Known. It's got five beautiful steps that will help you easily take those baby steps to get visible. And you can grab that resource at speakandstandout.com forward slash visible. And that link is also down in the show notes. So till next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner. Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients.